Welcome to the Listen Money Matters Podcast. Dropping fresh beats and dope rhymes about personal finance, y'all heard? For more information, visit listenmoneymatters.com. And now, here are your hosts, Matt and Andrew. Hey everybody, welcome to Listen Money Matters. My name is Matt and I'm here with Andrew. Andrew, how are you, sir? Awesome, dude. Awesome. We we have a good connection now. I know, finally. I don't know if it's the snow leaking through my building or... Who knows? Yeah, it's been uh, been weird, man. Yeah, so um, I don't know if you're drinking anything that we should talk about. It looks like, looks like you just have like a cocktail of some sorts. I'm just drinking water, so there's nothing here. Yeah, I, I can I cannot be drinking something after 6 p.m. Right, okay, makes sense. <laughs> I, I, had, I had a lot to drink last night, so I'm kind of taking it easy tonight. But, uh, so, all right, to get things started, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about two things. Two huge things that we've been baking for a long time. A couple months on each. Yeah. Okay. So we'll start by I'll, – I'll, I'll tell you what both of them are, and then we'll dive into each one. Does that sound like a plan? I, th- I think that's awesome, right. yeah. So we are excited to announce that tomorrow, which will be February 18th of 2014, so depending on when you're listening to this, tomorrow we are launching – our very first personal finance rap video. So <laughs> that's one thing. And the second thing we're launching, sort of soft launching, I guess you could say, right. is our first uh, our first real guide that we're gonna we're gonna sell. It's a downloadable PDF called Mastering Mint, which is going to teach people how to use mint, right? Mint.com, which is and, – And like manage their money. Yeah, so, so overall budgeting, uh, wealth management, um, and, and doing that within uh, the free software, which is Mint.com, which is uh, a great software that both you and I use on, a, on, a, on the reg, right? <laughs> right. Um, so I guess to start, uh, we'll talk about the rat video first since it's sort of fun and uh, – <laughs> Hey man, the book's fun, man. The book's fun too. The book's fun too. I shouldn't I shouldn't say one's more fun than the other, but um, the rap video is pretty ridiculous though. Yeah, and because all right. you're busting out moves like, on video. <laughs> so uh, you know what? And it's funny. I I showed it to my friend uh, last night, who is super critical of the things that I do. He's been critical on everything, and that's good. Uh, and he loved it. He was like. This is probably the best thing you've ever done. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, that was a huge, you know, plus one in that in my category for that. So, uh, yeah. So what we did was create a personal finance rap called "All My Money," which I actually found out is a Little Wayne song, also titled. Really? All, yeah. It's yeah. I I think I searched it on Google and it came up. Uh, you know, I have to do it again, but. Yeah, I think it's a little Wayne song, but that's so okay. So it'll be easy for us to be more popular than. Oh, of course. Yeah, we. I mean, we have a much bigger following than Little Wayne. We didn't even launch yet. We probably top the charts over him. Yeah, exactly. Isn't that's how that's how they say it. Top the charts over him. Yeah, yeah. We want to. We want to go <laughs> multi platinum. Uh, that's right. Not the internet. No, he's got. It's called Money on Mind on My Money. So no, not he doesn't have a song. So I was wrong. Anyway, long story short. Um, but if he did have a song, he wouldn't even be able to compete with us. No, at this point, no. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, like a few months ago, I all right. So like back in June, I think of last year, I did a 
pool care rap because I have another site called Swim University, which teaches people how to take care of their pools and spas. And I did a rap video for that, which was called Pool Care Rap. I didn't really have a good title for it. And I've been doing like comedy rap for a while, like since 2000. So I've been doing it for 14 years now. And I have a recording studio and I've been writing music, you know, on and off. And, and I used to be in a band and all this nonsense. So when, when Andrew and I teamed up to do Listen Money Matters, like that was the first thing I thought of. I'm like, let's do a, let's do a rap video. <laughs> it was so much fun to do it the first time for the other site and doing you it. Held, the- you held it in for so long, dude. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, <laughs> I had this song done for a while and then, uh, you were working on the book, um, while the song was finished, you were working on the book, uh, writing it. And then we were just basically trying to figure out a time where I could drive up to New York, hang out with you for a weekend and film this video. Like I had the idea for the video in my head, which was this city tour, uh, black and white, you know, sort of stylish, uh, like cool, but funny sort of, sort of rap video. Yeah. And I think we achieved it. With like, I mean, I think it's really good, and I I, I wanted like words flashing, and I, I had like all these things in mind. So I I drove up, uh, hang, hung out with you for a weekend, hung out with Omar, uh, which we did a couple of podcasts while I was up there, and then we spent two days recording or filming the video, and everywhere, everywhere like, that exists, yeah. And I want to say like when I got home from that weekend. Like I couldn't move. I never. I don't walk. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was like normal for me. Like, yeah, we, we probably did like eighteen miles like a day, but that's just like you know. No, dude. I we walked so much. Like we went. We were. We were. We were in. We went to the Statue of Liberty. We went to Wall Street, Rockefeller Center, uh, the Union Square. What is it called? Right. Yeah, to every camera store that was closed yeah. ever. Yeah, we we were and we were supposed to have somebody come out and film with us, and they bailed at the last minute. So it forced Andrew and I to do this compl- like on our own. We had some help from your wife and your sister and stuff, but for the most part, it was us. You know, we'd spend yeah. all day Sunday, and and I and when we were hanging out with Omar, I had a lot to drink because I was up in a different city and it's fun and whatever. <laughs> you brought a bunch of beers. So I was drinking like a fish. And Which you could probably hear and I think it was the last <laughs> podcast. <over. laughs> yeah, for sure. So yeah, yeah. so I, I drank a lot and I woke up Saturday and I was we were just kind of beat, you know, and uh, we went to Statue of Liberty and got lost somehow. We just got, ended up on this pier and we're like, oh, we'll film some stuff on the pier. And we were walking. We're like, oh, we could just walk over to New York. You can see it. And it's like <laughs> you would think you could just walk right to New York, but you can't because it's separated by a river. So we ended up having to find a taxi guy to come pick us up and take us back to the city. And by the time we got back to the city, it was like close to 4 o'clock and the sun was going down. So we couldn't really record. Uh, so we, we lost a lot of time on Saturday. But we were True. able to make we it We also, I think, got brunch that day. Yeah, we did get brunch. Yeah, we <laughs> have to, I have to eat breakfast. That's so like my favorite meal of the day. Um, so yeah, we, (laughs) we, uh, spent most of Sunday doing all, like most of the recording, which was fun. And all day, like we got out pretty early. Yeah, we did. We got out early. Uh, we did get breakfast and then we started filming like around Hoboken. We were in, we were in New York. Um, and I got a lot of B-roll footage. Just like as we were walking, I just had the camera on, just taking footage of everything. I didn't even realize that some of the stuff you were filming, like when we were walking, you got some like good stuff. Dude. Yeah, I just kept the camera on. I'm like, you know what? I might as well get as much as I can and I can work. I'll look through all the footage later, which ended up like, – I think I ended up with like two and a half hours of footage 
like when we were all said and done. You know what like really sticks out that I, I really liked? It was like in the middle of the song and worked in really well. It was the uh, the Bitcoins for College yeah. like, poster that was just randomly there because like some real person wanted Bitcoins to pay for college and you like just got it on film. And it was just, oh, yeah, was cool. it was cool. Like I just, we just, and we filmed like the Wall Street sign and the Wall Street subway station and the debt clock and... Uh, I mean, we got a bunch of stuff, and I like I had way too much, and I had to look through like multiple hours of footage and boil it down to three minutes, which was really hard to do, and it took a long time, it took like a week of editing, and I and I only because like I would edit it, send it to you, get some feedback, send it to a, a friend of mine, Danielle, who's who's in uh, video production. If she's listening, her, I mean, Danielle, your feedback was awesome. Yeah, she, she was, was super helpful rock with star that feedback. Absolutely, she sent me like, and I trust her opinion because she's in the you know in the television biz. production world. So yeah, she's like, you know, you should do something here and and add this and change that and and remove this. So I, I was able to like boil it down. I uh, got it close to three minutes. And we ended up sending it out to a lot of uh, our friends prior to and got really great feedback, like ridiculously yeah. good feedback, which was exciting. And sort of from here, like we, we, we pushed it back, too, because you had some issues with your condo, which you're still having issues with. It's raining inside. It's raining yeah. inside. Yeah. So uh, there was some hiccups, but that sort of a blessing in disguise because it allowed us to, it gave us another week to do some promo leading up to the video, which I've never done before. I've never like tried to build buzz for anything. Yeah. And it's been fun. Like, and it's a great excuse to like reach out to some of our friends who we didn't talk to that much while we had our heads down. Yeah. So yeah, it was definitely worth the week that we waited. And, uh, so it launches tomorrow and, or I'm sorry, not tomorrow. Well, yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow. Right. (laughs) Cause this is a Monday. Because today's Monday. Right. Correct. (laughs) Uh, and yeah, I do. I'm like, I'm, I'm really jacked up about it. Like I, I'm, I, I don't want to get my hopes up too much about it because I but like, but like double or triple platinum. Yeah, it's like at least <laughs> multi platinum because, uh, and we also filmed a uh, making a video. Speaking of which, because I had so much extra footage, I'm like, let's make a kind of behind the scenes video on how we made it and how we recorded the song and what have you, and that's actually up and you can watch that. Uh, and I'm gonna include it uh, in this blog post that for this for this podcast so you'll be able to see the the making of video and then obviously i'll link to uh the video the once it's out the, yeah yeah um so yeah super fun super good time i'm ex- i'm like ridiculously excited i cannot wait for <laughs> tuesday i'm getting up super early drinking a ton of coffee and just manning the station and and emailing and and sharing and socializing and it should be a fun day i'm excited i think it's gonna be awesome yeah so that's the one thing that we wanted to talk about so our one big announcement our second big announcement is and i I don't want to it's not our first guide because we have a guide currently called uh no i'm gonna screw up the name i think uh 10 days the the, 10 day yeah 10 day debt reduction plan yeah (laughs) <laughs> which used to be called I had a ask kick your debt or whatever. And we changed yeah. the name. Uh, but that's actually up on the website. It's you can pay for it if you want. We would appreciate it as like a donation, but you can also download it for free. Uh, and it's basically 10 days where you can start to lower your debt, start paying off your stuff. And it, and it's, it's a same plan that I used when I got rid of my debt. So it's, you know, it's 
It works. I can I can attest for the fact that it works. <laughs> and so this is our second book. We're gonna charge money for this book, and it's a long one. It's like a what? It's like over a hundred pages, right? Hundred hundred five pages, over twenty thousand words, tons of pictures. Yeah, actionable steps. Like it is like the ultimate guide. And yeah, or, or one of yeah, yeah, and because there'll be more, but good. And <laughs> I I use Mint uh, sparingly, meaning I have all my information in Mint, which is a free download. By the way, you can go and download uh, Mint for your computer. It's online. It's for your iPhone. It's for whatever smartphone you have, it's tablet. Yeah, it's everywhere. Uh, you enter in all your account information, and I can just l- see like a fifty thousand foot overview of like my entire financial portfolio. I know how much my house is. I know how much I got left on my car. I can see what's in all my bank accounts because I have multiple bank accounts. What's in my, um, you know, uh, investment accounts, which I don't have any. Uh, so what? <laughs> what? Uh, so it's a super versatile program software, and yeah, I don't use it. For any other reason than just to look at, am I okay? You know, do I have money in my account? Is it all gone? Whatever. Uh, but what you did was create a guide to actually use it the way you should use it. Yeah. And some and tips like, and tricks and stuff on how to, like, get the most out of it. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, so one, like, you know, yeah, you want to, like, look and make sure everything's okay. But, like, no one wants to spend time in their money like so deeply for so long and especially like the mundane details. So the whole guide is based around setting you up so that the computer can kind of do it and you just fade into the background. And what are some of the, like the things that like, where are some of the good tips that are in the book that I'm not employing right now? Um, so I, I don't think you, you, you don't budget at all from no. what I understand. No. Yeah, so I mean, I'm big on budgeting because you know you want to make sure you could pay your AT and T bill and keep the electricity on and you know stay on your pay down your debt schedule mm-hmm. stuff like that. And um, budgeting sucks; it's a pain in the ass, but it doesn't have to be because the tool's awesome. And if you approach it right, uh, it'll kind of take care of itself. So one of like the the big things I do, and it's just it's one of like. 15 or whatever chapters in the book it's on uh categorizing categorizing your transactions uh-huh. but uh setting it up in such a way that like mint will learn and just kind of do it on its own so in a month two months like you really won't have to do it it'll just kind of automatically figure it all out send you alerts when you're going crazy and and that's where you want to be. You don't mm-hmm. want to be all up in your budget every month. I'll tell you what, too, because I, I don't know why I have this habit of doing this, but when someone says, "Do you want a receipt?" I always say yes. And then I'm like, "Wait, why do I I don't I don't need a receipt because it's going to appear in mint in like a day and I'll know exactly what I bought and I can literally go in and type whatever like I can create notes for a specific transaction." So, uh, like the other day, yesterday, I drove to my friend's house down the shore and I had to go over a toll and I got the toll booth guy was like, do you want a receipt? And I was like, no, right. <laughs> I don't want a receipt. And it's because I use the card and I can, I'll see it. Like I'll see this toll booth transaction and 
hopefully Mint will automatically categorize it as toll or, or whatever the category that they have set up. But if it doesn't, I can go in and manually say, okay, this is a toll. And every time I do it again from there on out, it will automatically categorize it as that, right? right. And I can go in and say – I can go in and write a note that says I drove to my friend's house and we drank beer or whatever if I wanted to do something for that. Or if I'm in – do it mostly for business stuff. Like if I mm-hmm. buy something at the Apple store, I'll say I bought – you know, a MacBook Air or I bought an I- a new replacement iPhone because I lost mine or something. Like I'll get detailed so that way at the end of the year when I do my taxes, I know exactly what I spent for my business and for myself, you know? And and that's how you should do it, yeah. And uh, – Yeah, like I don't want to be – I just don't like paper receipts. And I don't understand why people want to have a spreadsheet and – and either whether they have a spreadsheet open and then they go into their bank account and they like copy the stuff over, it's like redundant. Like you don't need and, to do that. And you that. know what? So so I agree with you. Yeah. I, I I wouldn't want to labor over that stuff. But uh, you know, sometimes you just wanna I don't know, look at the data a different way and you just have this crazy idea. You could export it all from mint. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you wanted to go to that extra level and be crazed, you could. But uh all the most, I would say like 95% of any report you would need is baked into Mint and like five seconds away. And you could like look at a year's worth of transactions and see that you spent like a billion dollars on food or whatever. So it's super helpful because I mean, look, like uh, you're having trouble with your money and then you realize like, oh my God, I'm spending $800 a month on alcohol. Like then, at least you know what your problem is. Yeah, and that usually is the case with me. I'm like, God, I spent what on where? <laughs> Mostly alcohol or like restaurants for me. They're my big weakness, you know. Yeah, same. You know, so and I, and I I do use Mint for that. I mean, it it kind of like it sets up auto budgets when you first log in, like when you first like sign up for an account. Like starter like, budgets. Yeah, yeah, and I can go in and like move the dial if I you know let's say. It's like it sets like alcohol at like I think I set it at like a hundred bucks a month, and I always go over a hundred dollars. That's unfortunate, but it's like all right. Look, I know I drink. <laughs> not I'm not an alcoholic, but I drink, so I should probably like move the needle, but maybe like bring the needle back on something else. Like maybe I don't like I don't spend that much money on gas, but I have a budget like in Mint that's like I spend like a hundred dollars a month on gas, and I never touch a hundred dollars. I maybe spend sixty a month on gas. Which will probably blow some people's minds, but like I don't drive my car ever. I don't even know why I even have one, quite frankly. But uh, but look, like one of the things is like you know you're spending sixty dollars on gas, forty dollars, whatever. Uh, one of the things baked into the book are like uh, guidelines. Like for example, like I, I spend a lot on food. You said you spend a lot on food. Yeah, you um, gotta eat. Yeah, you gotta eat. Uh, you know, one of the things that our taxes go to is. The USDA and the government has done statistical analysis and they say if you want to eat like a normal person, it should cost you X to feed an adult male or adult female or a kid. If you want to fit into XXL shirts, it should really only still cost you this. Hmm. You know, so they've kind of – and they give you like literally those gauges like excessive or or less. Really? And so you could – yeah, really. And and it's in the book, you know – Stuff like that, so you know really where you're fitting mm-hmm. and like how excessive you are, you know, how much you should pay on your mortgage and rent. And so it kind of helps you get up and running like a lot quicker. 
because uh, I mean, I spent a lot of time learning this myself and, and I'm trying to let you save some time. I right. Guess. Yeah. And I, and I don't budget, unfortunately. And it's only, it's mostly because before we really started talking, I, I didn't use mint. I used, I knew about it. Like I, I've known about it for years, uh, but never used it. I, uh, would my friend sent me a spreadsheet that he uses for his budget, and I'm like, oh, this is great! Like it's all, all you know, everything's like plugged in automatically. I was like gung ho about it for maybe three days, and I'm like, <laughs> this is great. I'm done. I don't ever want to do this again. And it was, and it's literally how I left it. I'm like, this, and I'm sitting on my hard drive somewhere. I never ever touched it because, and I, this is, and this is during the time when I was getting, you know, a steady paycheck, and I could, you know, you know look ahead for at my at my month but for me um i don't get a steady paycheck i'm kind of all over the place because i work for myself and there's also a section in the book for that which i asked you to write for me specifically because i you know i can't i can't i I don't know that i'm gonna make say five thousand dollars this month and then know what i should be spending for the month like i it just i'll get a check one day and i'm like oh great you know (laughs) so you have like a section in, in like towards the end that's about how to use mint for entrepreneurs or people who are self-employed, which was something that I asked you. Or, or if you just don't have steady income, you yeah, know, you could be a sales guy, a salesperson. Yeah. I mean, one month's great. The next month's not. And you know, uh-huh. there, there's, there's a different way to approach it so that you can make sure all the things are paid and you can get what you need. Um, just a different approach. So what else do you have a chapter outline for the book? Like, uh, can we, can I we do. share that? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I Lumpy. think that would be helpful. Cause I want to ask some questions about like specific chapters because I, sure. I, I did read it. It's not like I haven't read it, <laughs> but, uh, you know, for the listeners out there, I want to just, and I, cause I want I want this episode not just be announcements. I want it to be somewhat helpful. Yeah. And, uh, by the way, you can also go and, um, get free chapter five, which is, uh, Mint Organization 101, categorizing your transactions. So if you want to know, if you want to go and check Mint out on your own, sign up for free and just kind of get your stuff like basically automated, mm-hmm. like get that chapter for free. Just go to our Mastering Mint page and sign up. So let me ask this um, mm-hmm. so we can send people in the right direction for that if they want to get the free download. Uh, you can sign up for our email list anywhere on the site. You'll get mm-hmm. it. But if you want to check out our landing page for the book – uh, or our website. By the time this episode goes out, can we have masteringmint.com? Yes. Okay. I, I actually slacked on that. Yes, but you'll be able to go to masteringmint.com. All right, masteringmint.com. I will not go to sleep tonight until that's done. Fair. <laughs> Fair. And if that for some reason doesn't work, you can just go to listenmoneymatters.com slash mastering dash mint. That's mastering with a hyphen mint. And you will end up uh, learning about the book. We have the chapter outline there. You can sign up, get a free uh, chapter five for free. They can download it. And the introduction, uh, which is just me yeah, and the introduction, about. Yeah. yeah. Which is good. I gives like it. Gives you a little backstory on like how you got started with it. It's great. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, so you have the chapter outline? Yep. Yeah. Show, show me, tell, me what, tell me what you got. All right. So uh, in the beginning, we start off, it's called uh, Mint Anatomy and just kind of explains high level, like where things are, why things are, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We walk a little bit then in chapter two into setting up your account. Um, you know, adding in like your uh, banks and blah blah blah. We move 
to setting up alerts and reminders. Yeah, and like, this one, this one is the interesting one for me. Alerts. I, I, I didn't think know it's you could a do huge that. feature. Yeah, I've meant. I didn't know you could do alerts. So, what type of alerts can you set up? So, I mean, you could do things like low balances, big purchases, you know, blowing through a budget. Um, if a bank charges you a fee. If a bank charges you a fee. I mean, there's like literally tons. There's so many that I actually recommend like ignoring some of them because it's just excessive. Hmm. You could pretty much alert on most anything. And and I the way I like to approach it is you set Mint up and you let it ride. And if you configure your alerts correctly, you could be confident that your money is fine mm -hmm. until Mint tells you otherwise. Mm -hmm. So you literally just go about your life and just be confident about it, that you're not going to be like screwed. Mint has your back and you could set it up the alerts in such a way that it doesn't have to alert you when your balance is zero. It can alert you when it's like at 300 or when you get $15 in fees or $1, you know? So um, you set it to your comfort level once mm -hmm. and then that's it. All right, cool. So I'm really, and that's how I run my stuff because if I was in money all day, I'd never have time to do this podcast with you or- You wouldn't have time to make money. That's exactly. Right. And yeah, you got to make money to even have worth, right. have value with Mint. Yeah. yeah. So what else What else on the chapters? Um, quick overview, uh, quick, I'm sorry, quick tour of the Mint overview screen. Uh -huh. Most of the time you just wind up going to the overview screen and it'll just give you all the information you need to know. So it kind of tells you what's what. Um, then uh, chapter five, what you get for free, categorizing your transactions. Mm -hmm. Uh, then the one following that is finding and investigating questionable transactions. So you get charged twice. This is helpful. Yeah. Yeah. The, the bank, um, the bank, the gym that, uh, you canceled is still charging you or, you know, the, the restaurant you went to hit you up with like a 50% tip or something like, yeah. and, and there are all strategies to find this. Um, so you don't have to, again, be like crazed and worrying. Mm -hmm. Let the tool kind of work for you. And that's that's the overriding principle of the book is let the tool do the work so you can do other shit. Right. Um, then there's um, creating a budget and how to stick to it. And that's where the guidelines come in, how to set the budget up in Mint, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, which I have to do. Which you absolutely have to do. Yeah. Um, right around when you put those $500 into Betterment. <laughs> right. <laughs> Before the end of the month, I, I promise that. All right, because now that's re that's recorded, so now you have yeah, to. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, I'll, I'll, I'll announce it when I do it. <laughs> yeah, and and I actually, I want us to track track your growth because right. you came from negative to zero. Now you're above zero, and um, you have big, big plans, yeah, space big plans. plans. Right. So, yeah, I want us to track that for everyone. All right, we'll do. But – um. So, you know, the budget, which, which is important, um, using trends to make decisions. So, uh, this goes along the whole thing where you're spending too much on alcohol right. or, you know, you're just misappropriating money or just getting away from you. Um, stuff like that. Uh, or, or even if you're just wanting to plan for a larger purchase, you could look there and it talks all about that. Um, chapter nine, uh, is a pretty solid one. It's setting obtainable goals. You want to buy that MacBook Air, go to Cabo with your wife, whatever. Um, 
Mint has this baked in like so well. Uh, it takes in consideration all of like the little things. Like if you're going on vacation, it's like how many people, blah, blah, blah. And um, it's all about setting like reasonable expectations to make sure that you succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, 10, tracking the success of your investments. That's you, huge. Yeah. It is huge because uh, you could buy Apple stock or, you know, put your money in betterment. And like most people, uh, they will wake up every morning. And then right before lunch and then right after lunch and before then they'll just be flipping out, checking their investments. And I mean, it's up, but what does it mean? Am I doing good? Like, how do I compare to average people? You know, and uh, it's really not that hard. And Mint gives you all the tools and you can get in and out like once a week, super quick. So I go over all that, what to look for. Um, chapter 11 is uh, Mint on the go. And, uh, I don't really want to spend a lot of time in Mint, and it's great because Mint has a mobile app, and yeah. a- as life is, you're always waiting online for shit. Yeah, you know? that's the only thing I use, by the way. Like, I don't even use the web Oh, interface. the mobile app, yeah. Like, yeah. 90% of my time is in there, and uh, I bring up this concept. I-, I forget, it might be in this chapter before, but I bring up this concept of the weekly practice, mm-hmm. and it's basically using, like, one to two hours a week so really not that much time while you're in these like weird situations like you're just doing nothing like waiting at the bank or for beer or whatever toilet uh, even what toilet Toilet? i know it sounds gross that's where i do most of (laughs) my uh weekly practice i do and seriously or like as soon as i wake up i'm in bed and i'm like I pull up Mint and I'm like, oh, I gotta, tra- I gotta, you know, categorize a transaction. I maybe didn't get categorized or something. Yeah, you know, some sort of work. I- I'll just say, like, before the iPhone, I, I don't know how I pooped. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> that and the iPad. Like, what do you like, magazines? We use seriously. It's like I have to poop right now, but I only have twenty twenty percent battery <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> to charge my phone first. Oh or man, put the charger into the bathroom. I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not to get gross or anything, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Come on, we we're, all do we're it. totally joking. We really don't do this. Uh, uh, everyone does it. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but it's just um, making use of that idle time so that uh, because, you know, I know Candy Crush is great. It's freaking awesome. Yeah, it's you not know? productive, though. Yeah, it's not productive. And, uh, you know, if you could just give your money one to two hours a week, uh, I mean, like, Sometimes literally, not even more than it. It's not a lot of time, and it's more than enough time than you will actually need, unless you're like a frantic purchaser. Yeah, right. I, I don't I don't buy that much stuff. For, so for me, it's like I have like four transactions a week. You know, yours is like nothing. the bi monthly practice. Yeah, bi monthly. Yeah, <laughs> it's nothing for me. You know, but it, it works all that in, and I go over the app and all the cool features, and the app is structured a little differently. Mm-hmm. Um, chapter twelve is. It's technical, technically called Mint for the Entrepreneur, but it's also like Mint for Matt. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that that's the one where I kind of just talk about unstructured income and how you may approach your financial life and with Mint in consideration um, so that you can get all the things you need and want and live like normal people, like a normal person, um, while not having steady income. Right. And then that's pretty important for a lot of people. Yeah, I agree. Um, then uh, I, I indulged myself a little bit and threw in two chapters that uh, appealed to me and like what really interests me a lot. 
um, what I use Mint for. Uh, the first one's called Mint for the Early Retiree. And um, yeah, you love that concept. Yeah, because and who wouldn't? It, you know, <laughs> you know, because it, it, everyone this it, uh, retirement is such like a fuzzy, distant like thought with no real like meat like no one even really knows what it means like how do you know when you can retire stuff like that yeah um well it's actually uh like it's easy to know when you can retire and i'm actually going to this section because i i thought there's a really cool name for this section but uh ah, so i called it the surprisingly easy math behind early retirement mm. because it is really really easy there's two numbers that you need to be concerned with. That's it. Which are? Which are um, how much you make and how much you spend. And it's the ratio between the two. And as long as you can control that ratio, you know, say you could save 20%. Say right now you have zero savings today. Yeah. Zero savings. And you're making whatever. It doesn't matter. If you could save 20% of what you make a year, mm -hmm. you can retire in 37 years from today with zero savings and just maintain the same lifestyle you have forever. Really? And th really. And this rolls in with the 4% rule, which we've talked about before. Yeah. So it's like, it's really like robust. You know, and if you could save, so say you have zero savings today, zero savings, and you save 50% of your salary and you want to maintain your current lifestyle, you could retire in 17 years. That's With the 4% rule, you invest in betterment, really basic, no, like literally no thought. And the thing is, is because people don't know how like really easy and within reach it is, mm -hmm. they just go crazy. And then they actually look into it when they're 45 and they're like, fuck, I'm saving 50%, but 17 years is a long time from 45. Right. So empower yourself. Like take a look. You know, it's, it's really pretty ridiculous um yeah i mean we explained the whole thing uh and so so that that stuff really excites me and, and that's all in there um and then the last one is uh for i, I love to travel and i mean i know you're like not the airplane guy but no, you've been traveling i have been and uh so 14 is called mint for the world traveler and uh there are some interesting considerations with money when you travel, like be prepared for your credit card number to basically always be stolen. Hmm. That and that's, I, I am. <laughs> that's pessimistic. So uh, lately, it has been stolen more. Although I've been going to more off the beaten path places. Yeah. Like when I go to London, actually, when I went to London, it did get stolen, uh, and from a, from pretty sure it was from a pub. And the guy was actually really nice. Interesting. But but the card disappeared out of my sight for a little bit longer than. But anyways, it's shit happens, and it doesn't need to really cost you anything, and you don't need to worry or flip out about it because there's simple, easy precautions to take. Um, because like think about it like this: uh, you uh, have your credit card, and you put everything on, and you consolidate all your shit. And then um, it gets stolen, and they yeah. change your number. Yeah. And then fuck, Netflix bounces, right? Because my credit card number's stolen, and AT and T, and like it drives your life crazy. And there's all other things. So it's stuff like that. How to avoid the fees that they slip in because you're on vacation. Yeah. So uh, definitely, I think I just went 
at hyper speed through. No, that's good. And, and you know, um, maybe if all right, do you have a tip for me? <laughs> Which is, uh, I am traveling to Florida next month mm? by myself because uh, I have to speak at a conference, and I'll be in Orlando. The flight costs uh, about three hundred bucks. The room is about one hundred and fifty dollars. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. I I feel like if I'm gonna spend three hundred dollars to take a plane ride, which to me is a big deal, right? It's right. Like a huge thing. So I kind of like want to make my time there worth it. Uh, and I feel like just going for like one nights. Like I literally would. I'm thinking about flying there, sleeping overnight, doing my presentation, and then getting on a plane and coming home for like a Thursday and a Friday. Boom, I'm home. Yeah. Or I could spend the weekend in Orlando. And my question is, would you <laughs> it's completely <laughs> off topic. Would you spend a weekend in Orlando by yourself? Yeah, I would. You would. Would you go to Disney World by yourself? Uh, I would, dude. What would you do? Dry rides, man. Space Mountain by yourself? That's got Hey, be, why not? No one knows like pathetic. you could and you what difference does it make, dude? You only live once. Can you hire a family? Can you? I'm sure you could, but you might have to pay to get them, bring them in. <laughs> right. That's all right. I don't know. Maybe you just know a, what? A yeah. If if you pay for a family to enter Disneyland, I'm sure they will let you ride the rides with them. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. They'll also let you buy them dinner. And there's no. You have no. You have no hacks for me to uh to travel to Florida. Is there any way I can get like a cheap ass flight or uh so, cheap so ass I mean, room? <laughs> I I uh, I have to still look into Kat's suggestions. Her, yeah. her podcast is coming out soon. Hopefully, there was a little bit of audio issues m- on my side. Hopefully, it comes out because I, I haven't even like messed with it yet. And hopefully, everything like lines up and is and is it works. If uh, not, we I we will make her we'll make her do it again with us. Yeah, we'll definitely interview her again because she, she mentioned credit card churning. Yeah, so so I was gonna say I I, I two things I was gonna say credit card churning, which sounds pretty awesome, although you might be a little late in your case. Oh, I don't want to do it. It's it's the whole process of just milking the credit card company's dry of free miles. Yeah, how to approach it, be organized with it. But uh, we won't, won't go in too much into depth. That's like Kat's thing, and you know. You know what? Well, and uh, speaking of that, I do want to do an episode, like soon, maybe like after this one. And I want to do. I want to talk about the Comcast merger. Yeah, I don't think so, it's gonna happen, though, dude. You don't. I think it's gonna happen. No, no, they, they don't need like. Um, it's only. It's already like an. Or, or what do they say? An Monopoly. Oligo- oligopoly. Which when there's is? like three big players, so it's a, it's a duopoly. When there's two big players, a monopoly. When there's one, correct. So I think it's like oligopoly, something like that. When there's three, okay. And it's basically there now, and it's just not gonna happen. You don't I don't think. think so. No, I don't think so. I think it will, just because. Yeah. Of, I, I just yeah, because I hate Comcast. I, I I love them because they provide me great content, but I hate them because they cost so much money for it, and, and it's because like, they they're screwing with our internet. Yeah, and I don't like it, and they just control everything. And and, and I, I, this this is the, I think the the best argument. So we'll just totally go on a tangent because now I have to get up on the soapbox and talk, talk well, about that's what net I'm saying. neutrality. Like, maybe we should just do an episode about it because I want to talk about cable because it is really important. And you know what? Um, it's never too late to change the way things operate. And I just want to say, like, um, imagine you never got to hear that Listen Money Matters existed. Because we weren't able to line enough of uh, like Cablevision's pockets, or right? 
whatever. And that's what winds up happening when the, when the playing field is not level, the little guys get screwed mm-hmm. and then you only see Bing ads and not, you well, know, it's just like the music industry. That's how it was. You know, if I, you know, I was in a band and we went, the, our whole goal was to get signed because this and dude, now with like YouTube and like iTunes, it. it's a level playing field. Now it it's is. all about skill. Yeah, and and before it's like we had to get signed, but we you know we we self produced albums, but like you had to get on the radio if you wanted to like make money. Like that, that was the only way. And yeah. now it's like you don't really need that anymore. Like you can if you have a thousand true fans, you could make a living off of it. You know? Yeah. Which is cool, but and you could yeah grow grassroots following. Yeah, but I do want to do an episode on that. We'll talk about the credit card churning. So we got a lot of stuff coming up that we want to talk about, and a but lot. Of I good just episodes. want to throw one more one more tip. Yeah, which um, we're doing on our next vacation, Laura and I. Okay. Um, you go to the liquor store, you buy those little things, airplane of bottles. Liquor. Yeah. What? The airplane bottles. Yeah, you go, you buy them before you get in the airport because they're sure. super cheap, and then you shove them in like the the one gallon container because you can't bring liquids on the plane and if you buy them in the airport it's like uber expensive we're allowed to bring enough uh two ounce bottles of whatever that can fit in a one i think it's one gallon or one quart yeah 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 quart and uh, how badass would you look if everyone's putting shampoo through the turn the, the fucking conveyor belt and you're such a badass, yours is filled completely with liquor. Okay. So <laughs> you, you so you know how I don't like planes. So the only way I can successfully make a flight without having a panic attack is by drinking. Right? Uh, right. so I usually drink very heavily before I get on a plane to sedate myself because I'm afraid to take like pills, I don't, and, wanna... the, and they bring you on in a wheelchair, right? Yeah, basically. I I don't I don't want to take like any kind of like prescription meds. I'm afraid of those as well. Yeah, I'm but saying. uh, so what I do is I go to the liquor store and I buy airplane bottles. I buy like ten of them, and I put them in because I don't. I, what I travel with shampoo, toothpaste, deodorant. That's it, and a you know a razor. So there's really not much in the bag, and I just shove it full of these. I, dude, I'm look. Hold on, they're right here. Yeah. I got I got them right here on my desk. Oh, nice. for the next time I go, I got a little some telemordu. Uh but I I bring them all the time because I went on a flight once and I had drank a lot before I got on a flight and I and I was sitting next to these two girls and they were like they were pouring like vodka. And I'm like, "How did you get the vodka on the plane?" She's like, "Oh, you can they're under 3 ounces, so you can put them in your thing." And I was like, "This is the greatest thing ever." So the la- the next two flights that I went on, I brought them and it helped it helped me tremendously because first of all an airplane bottle on a plane is seven bucks and screw yeah. that noise oh my god they kill you uh second oh, oh and it's second like it for me with the anxiety is like all i have to do is hold the bottle and know that as soon as i drink that my anxiety goes away so it's like even just holding the bottle helps me so it's like a psych you know psych, psychological thing but i did see or read or hear somewhere that they can confiscate those through the t- checkout Really? Yeah, because uh, no, you know what I was? I was watching Kroll Show or something. I was watching some comedy thing, and they were saying like, or or maybe something where they did a report where like people at the airport drink the confiscated liquor bottles. Uh. And I was like, I don't know if they're talking about the airplane bottles or they're talking about like people that coming back from like London with like a bottle of scotch or something. You know, if they're confiscating those. And drinking those, or if they're confiscating the little airplane bottles that people try to sneak on through the probably bags. both, dude. Well, th- you got to think it's a tough job, you know, TSA. So they kind of booze it up a little bit. And you got to think like when you go to the movie theater, 
you usually end up bringing like snacks. You never buy movies unless oh, you want popcorn. Oh yeah, you like shove them in your pockets like Hell they don't yeah. see that, but But it's not it's like I don't think it's illegal, but it's like they obviously frown upon it. I don't I don't know if they can confiscate so it, but if, I used to I used to work at the movie theater when okay. I was like 18 and like they tell you like you're not allowed to let anyone in. You got to kick them out. I mean not like kick them out, but make them get rid of the stuff. Right. Dude, you could pay like $5 an hour. Like you could give two shits right. and bring in Skittles. Like you're actually like feel empowered like not ratting on them right so uh yeah that's totally a tip i i use all the time now i cannot fly without alcohol which is sad but it's a necessity for me but all right so all right we have the two big things rap video mastering mint book super excited tuesday everything's gonna blow up you're gonna <laughs> monster megastars i cannot wait <laughs> but probably not so uh that's it you got anything else to add uh, that's all, dude. I mean, uh, go to uh, masteringmint.com, yes. get the free chapter five. I mean, read my introduction as well. It comes with it. Yep. It's it's beautifully, beautifully written. It is a good story. I do like it. It was a good intro. And uh, it, it was just, uh, yeah, my, my whole beginning thing into personal yeah. finance. You Definitely. know, read, the, read chapter five, you know, uh, and- If you like it, you can buy it. And and actually, I want to say that um, for the first two hundred people that buy, go to buy the book, who hear about it from us, this podcast, this this podcast from our mailing list, because you're in our inner circle. Yes. So if you're in our circle, you could use the offer code Early Bird, all one word. And uh, it'll shave uh, roughly twenty percent off the price. I did not know that. Yeah, so, um, well, I mean, look, these guys have been listening to our podcast on their way to work. They're they're sending us their questions, like you know, cheering us on. So I, I want to give the insiders a little something back. Cool, that's a good. I did not know you were doing that. But that's perfect. Cool. Yeah. So uh, come, go check the book out. Uh, be one of the first two hundred people. Uh, early birds, the code. Um, and check yeah. out the rap video. And then absolutely check out the rap video. Matt has some mean moves on there. <laughs> he, <laughs> you, you would, you would have a tough time believing he wasn't already a gangster rapper. Yeah, <laughs> I am a gangster rapper, especially with the amount of credit cards he he has. Oh, I know, right? Jeez. <laughs> All right. Well, Andrew, thank you once again, and I will see you next time, bud. Later, Matt. All right, later. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us an honest review on iTunes. And for more information, visit listenmoneymatters.com. Peach out, home slice.